right, I, I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts. We are back. I'm D, and this is 1HP AJ. We're coming at you with Season 6, Episode 1, Interesting and Unusual Deaths, Part 6. Strap in, get ready, find us on Instagram, at Points of Pressure. Let's get to it, cuties. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. Perfect pacing. Yeah. I mean, it's a new you season. Got it down. New season. New season. New, new me. me. New season, new D. New season, new D. <laughs> oh, shit. It's been a fucking it's been like, a hot month minute. plus, yeah. guys. But we're back. Yeah, here we are. We're spry. I'm in a much better mood yeah, this episode one than I was last year's we episode didn't one. fucking die over the break. We made it. I mean, we came back if we did. Yeah. Yeah. This is the third iteration of D. Yeah. I'm the third clone. Third clone, yeah. Yeah, we're fucking here. <clears throat> but you know what? It's good to be back. Yeah. I, I've been, I was yeah. thinking on my notes ahead of time. Normally, you know, by the end of the season, you're a little burnt out. You're a little uh, bit like, yeah. I'm going to wait like for the literal season, last yeah. second. <laughs> yeah. But this time I was like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, and you still waited good. the last second. Oh, it yeah. still works. No, no. I, I only waited the last second because you said, <laughs> ah, we don't work on Monday. We can stay up as late uh, as we yeah, want I mean, to do this. Yeah. So. I, I did drag my feet, but I had my list of names and stuff done before yeah, I'm ready sure. to do. I don't, yeah, I just I didn't don't do the notes. You. I don't fucking believe you. You don't have to believe me. Well, I You're don't. still wrong. You're good. No. But yeah, we're fucking back. It's we're back. Good it's going to gonna be, be a great season. Yeah, we got we got no Nothing plans. planned. <laughs> yeah, but... Might do some it'll, advertising. It'll, it'll be a good one. No, so, it'll be great. So, to anybody that's new, we kind of... You went slightly viral a little bit. Not viral, but we blew up a bit on Instagram. So anybody that's listening that's new, welcome. Listen to every every episode we have every day of the week for the next, you know, 10 years. We'll yeah. love you for it. Oh, but yeah. yeah, here we are, man. Here we are. And, you know, it's the beginning of the season. So we got to shill out for exactly eight seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, you, if you've been around, been around a couple of shows... And maybe you want some more content. Maybe you want to, you know, just support us a little bit because, you know, we, we have been ad-free this pretty much this whole time. I mean, um, the entire time. Except for when we had, like, what, Proton? Yeah, Proto yeah. I, let's Proton. not talk about them. And never got anything? Fuck Free em. advertising. Let's yeah. not do that. So, you know, patreon.com forward slash points of pressure. We got some bonus content, but, you know, we'll talk about it. At the end of the show, yeah. if you're interested. Free episode a month if you want. Check us out at the end of the show. We'll have more info for you. Yeah, perfect. Easy peasy. So we're back. Yeah. We're going to do the classic. How was, uh, how was your break? Uh, How'd everything go? Not long enough. Yeah? Yeah. <coughs> 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 Sorry, I just died there. Yeah, not long enough. It's going to be the second week of school back, and I'm not yeah. looking forward to that. But it was nice. To kind of hang out a little bit well, more. Kick our feet up, not have to do shit yeah. on a Sunday. Not have to do shit any day, well, except yeah. regular work. But, you know, been playing a lot more video games. Yeah, it's been good, man. But we're back. How's been How's been your break? I mean, not, not bad. Yeah, same thing. Didn't do shit. Hell yeah. Took it easy. I made sure to not read a single historical article 
for a month. <laughs> no, yeah. just, wow. No, uh, it, it's been good. I found a couple couple ideas while I was just browsing through shit. So I've got some, some interesting and fun stuff planned. But... Oh, yeah. For Christmas, my mother bought me a book. Yeah. That's about how uh, white evangelical white evangelicists quists evangelicals evangelicalists evangelic evangelists why can't I say that evangelists word? evangelists there we yeah. go white <laughs> evangelists basically ruined America yeah using propaganda and stuff like that and <laughs> you know what it's it's good uh, I mean I I've, I'm barely into it like I've not had the time to read it yet but. I'm excited. That might be an episode towards the end of the season. Yeah, I actually uh, I looked up some shit on joining the Westboro Baptist. No, uh, I actually <laughs> wow. no, I found some information on like a couple different things linked to the Westboro Baptist Church. So oh, I was like, yeah. oh, this is kind of interesting and weird and crazy. So look forward to that. Yeah, so you know, I'll I'll get us started on our yearly episode. Yeah. Oh, and for those oh, yeah, of yeah, you yeah. that send information to us, you're like, hey, this is kind of cool. Thank you so much. I have plans for like the three or four episodes that people have sent. So tune in. We'll have those coming. And if you have stuff that you find that's interesting, even if, even if it's like fucking Doctor Adolf. Hitler in Do- Ohio. No, Dr. Gay. Yeah, Dr. Gay Gay Hitler. Gay Hitler. In yeah. Ohio. If you have funny shit just, like just that, like send that. it our way. We yeah, can always yeah. we can always stretch that shit out. So Yeah, we'll do an entire episode. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah. So, so yeah. Take it well, away, I'll, I'll man. Take it away. <coughs> I brought water so I wouldn't be choking this entire oh, time. But then I choked you. on the water. You know, you cho- you're choking on that cream pie you just guzzled down. Oh yeah. We got another one <laughs> here, right? Okay. Oh, I've we'll always, eat that halfway I've through. I've always got another one for uh, you. Uh, we'll eat that halfway through. Together. We'll split it. We'll, we'll split it. We'll be Eskimo bite. brothers. All right. So, <laughs> Major Walter Summerford is a British officer, World War One. you know, mustard, gas, chlorine, all is quiet on the Western Front, 1917. Um, they shall not grow old. Did you watch 1917? Have you watched no. it? No. God damn it. It's next on the list. Don't you said you were going to watch a movie a day. I lied. And you when did I say that? You lied to me uh, a couple weeks ago. Every day? Yeah. You were I like, hey, wish. I was thinking about watching a movie a day while I'm working, just having Oh, a Oh, at work, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's still too busy at work. So that was a lie. To... Yeah. Everything <laughs> I say is a lie. Good. This guy doesn't exist. No. <laughs> <laughs> I made him up. No, so in 1918, he's you know riding a horse through Belgium, and he gets struck by lightning. End of the story. No, it's not. He gets paralyzed from the waist down. Oh. Uh, no idea what happened to the horse. Probably not good. I would assume dead. Yeah, probably. So he was forced to retire because he was paralyzed from the waist down in World <laughs> yeah, War One. It's fucking 1918. Yeah, like what are they going to yeah. do? So he retires and he moves to Vancouver. Okay. And over a couple of years, he relearns how to walk. Good for him, man. Yeah, his big motivation, he loves the outdoors. He loves hiking and fishing and camping. So that's what really helped him, is just being able to go at his own pace and enjoy the nature and the beauty. Do the things that he loves to get back, literally, on his feet. Yeah, exactly. So it's 1924, he's out fishing, and (laughs) casting out. He's probably fly fishing, you know? Yeah. And a tree gets struck by lightning. No. It arcs from the tree into him. Into him. And paralyzes his entire right side. <laughs> oh, my God. So, 
he has to relearn how to walk, <laughs> go through intensive rehab, <laughs> takes a couple of years, and you know he's he's pretty much back to as normal as he was before the second yeah. strike. It's 1930. He's walking in a park, and he gets struck by lightning. No fucking way. And he's fully paralyzed okay. at this point. So There's no recovery. So, but he has survived the third He has strike. survived it. Jesus and, Christ. you know, medical care in 1930, if you're fully paralyzed, yeah, is basically fucking... waiting for a nurse to come and wipe you. Either that or an iron lung. Like, yeah. It's, it's and One of the two. Yeah. So he, he's sitting in the bed, and it, it takes two years till 1932 where he dies from complications related to being fully paralyzed and not having the best medical care and all that stuff. It's fine. Four years pass by. Uh, his gravestone is struck by lightning. Oh, no way. In 1936. <laughs> it was struck and damaged <laughs> by lightning. Jesus In fact, Christ. from his first strike, every single strike was six years after the previous. So it was this, what? And he got struck four times, technically, if you want to count yeah, the gravestone. I mean, I would, count say, I would say he still got struck, yeah. Yeah. What the Isn't fuck was crazy? his great? He must it have, like, out, spit on a nun. It turns out he had he a He was a fucking, sex offender. Like, 30-foot metal rods sticking out of the top of his uh, his gravestone. No, out of the top him. of his head yeah. when Just he was he, fishing. He was always wearing the antenna that they have in the burbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you have no idea how tall it is. Yeah. You never know. It goes on forever. Yeah. But I, I just thought that oh was so God, weird. dude. That he was paralyzed twice. Well, he was paralyzed three times, but he recovered twice, yeah. and it was each one was exactly six years from the next. What was his eventual, like, what was his cause of death? Just, just complications. Old, just, yeah, fucking, like, okay. you, failure to thrive. Like, you, he was God sitting damn. in a bed for two years, completely paralyzed, you know, but completely conscious. I'm going to be honest, that is going to go so well with the last one that I'm going to do today. Oh, it's going to be the last one of the episode. It'll be perfect. Yeah, and then you can just re-listen to the episode on yeah, a loop, yeah. and it works, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, do you want me to do a second <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, go for it. All right. Take it away. Michael Anderson Godwin slash Sloan. His name was Michael Anderson Sloan, ah, but he so also that, went by Michael Anderson Godwin. So you Godwin. didn't know which side of the family he liked more. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely had nothing to do with the fact that one was an alias <laughs> for committing crimes. So 1980, he's 21 years old, and he's on work release from a prison. Okay. He's He was sentenced a couple years ago where he robbed a lady with a knife. Son of a bitch. So he's out on the, uh, you know, work release. He's going to get out in maybe a year or two. And he just happens to decide to murder and sexually assault a woman by the name of Mary Royam. Royam? Uh -oh. Fucking idiot. They find her in her apartment. They're able to link it back to him. And he goes on trial in 1981. He gets okay. sentenced to death. Uh, via electric chair, which is perfect. And yeah. basically in, in 1983, there's a retrial. They throw out some of the sexual assault charges, and the charge gets commuted to life in prison. Okay. So they were going to fucking zap him. They were like, going to zap like him. Like the first story, but not this time. Not this time. Drop the charges. Six years or pass. Change, change, the, change the charges, yeah. yeah. Six years pass. He's gotten two college degrees. Gets struck by fucking gets lightning. Gets struck by lightning. No, I wish. That would be that would be perfect. <clears throat> but he, yeah, he gets two degrees. He starts making plans of, because his life in prison, 
he thinks he might be able to make a case to get out in a couple of, you know, in like 10 years. So he's kind of preparing for that. He's, uh, you know, he's still in a prison cell. Yeah. It's a life prison cell, so it's a little bit bigger. You can have some stuff in there a little bit. Yeah, let you live a little bit, I guess. A little bit. So when you watch TV at this time period and in this prison, you're given a set of headphones so nobody has to hear the monk like intro or, or quantum leap or whatever. I don't know what was on. <laughs> but they, you know, he had the headphones. They weren't working very well. He's pretty handy in repairing stuff. So he's shitting because what else are you going to do? It's your only seat beside your bed. Oh, yeah. So he's, okay. he's, he's dropping a dump and he's fixing his headphones. These are 1980s headphones. Oh, like, no. this is some serious shit. Okay. And. He's like, oh, the wire is broken. It needs to be spliced or something like that. Yeah. So he bites into the plastic so that he can get to the wires. And his teeth connect with the live wire. And it jolts from his mouth through his body into the metal toilet seat. And he gets electrocuted. I was really hoping that it was a porcelain toilet seat. And it went from like the long shit that into was the, just shit. barely touching the water. Yeah. And connected all better. that. That would have been better. In fact, Zapped let's just him. say that happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, it wasn't he, a metal toilet seat. He got the brunt of it in his mouth. Ah. So when like when they found him, his yeah, mouth was just toasted. Cooked. So, you know, I'd rather die at the electric chair than getting toasted through I mean, the mouth. he did. He died at the, <laughs> the No, that was the electric electrical throne. chair. Yeah, the electric throne. There we go. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God, dude. So- uh, I really hope I didn't do this one last episode. I know. I I've been think thinking I had it the whole I time. I think I read it, but uh, if I did it, I'm sorry. I'll call you out. Now you got now you got two jokes. Now you gotta you gotta <laughs> go back, compare the two, and decide which story was better. Yeah, let us know if we've done any. Please don't. <laughs> don't don't call. If it us was out. six years ago, we're very fragile people. Four, four <laughs> years ago, yeah, I'm very fragile. Holy shit! Yeah, this September four years. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, uh, Kurt Goodell. What or Godel, probably. That's my guess. Goodell? Goodell? Yeah, it's Godel. Goebbels? He's he's fucking German. It's oh, definitely yeah, Godel. It's Godel. Uh he was an Austrian American or sorry, Austrian, not German. Uh no, you said Austrian. Yeah, but I said sorry, Austrian, not German. He was Austrian. Uh so he was an Austrian American mathematician. Uh and he's held in really fucking high regard. Like you know about his mm-hmm. his algorithm or whatever, and we'll get into it. But uh, a lot of people were kind of like, oh, he's like the 1900s Aristotle kind of thing. This this dude, he was big. He's doing like speeches all over the fucking world and everything at his peak. Yeah, lecture tours. Yeah, lectures all, all over. Shit. He's like releasing books. People are eating up. Uh, what he did on, let's see, axioms and the incompleteness theorem. I should have written down what it was about. Maybe go to the last episode. I might have fucking talked about what it was. I don't know if I did this one. <laughs> I don't think you did. There's a good way to just kick up the numbers from season yeah. five, episode one. Just go back, check it out. Maybe I did this one already. Uh, so he has a really close friend, uh, Moritz Schlick that they they kind of work together with their um with their why can't I think of the word math yeah like with their theorems and everything uh so Moritz released this big thing about positivism and was really well known for it taught a class in Austria 
these are two very well regarded men and uh they were also both very outspoken in 1936 against what germany was doing uh which i don't know if you've heard anything about 1936 in uh austria slash germany yeah no no but uh it rings a bell yeah things are things are a little tense and yeah, let, tension's certain, a good word. Certain people didn't like to hear that uh, the reason that they were rounding up Jews was a bad idea. So, uh, Moritz is on his way to teaching one of his classes, and Moritz gets fucking assassinated with a pistol on the steps, like, before his classroom, like, I was thinking, into the building. I was thinking of a different one. Oh really? Yeah. No, th- I mean this one continues. That's no, no, not. Yeah, that's I'm, not the interesting yeah. death. This one's like a death that leads to one. <laughs> so Moritz gets assassinated. Uh, one of one of the students of the college runs up, fucking shoots him in the in the stomach or chest like two or three times. Kills shoots him, him in the front, and then that's they <laughs> they ask him like, and this kid was open about like why he did it. He's like, yeah, he was defying Germany. Well, almost like the media emboldened yeah, young people with mental illnesses to commit crimes. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? Weird. So Totally unrelated. Uh, after this, Kurt is just heartbroken. But because he worked so heavily with, with Moritz, it kind of fucks him up. And he starts to worry about being poisoned. Like Maybe it was the same one that I like, was thinking paranoia levels of worry like it's not just like yeah i i think i might be poisoned like this consumes him to the point where he will only eat the food that his wife makes yeah not even the food that he makes yeah just his yeah wife. he's like it's only crazy. my wife can make this and i will only eat her food she was a soviet spy no i'm just kidding <laughs> so uh she ends up in 1977 becoming so fucking old and sick that she she's hospitalized. And Kurt refuses, like you said, he won't eat his own cooking because who knows what they could put in the ingredients. So Kurt that just, his wife can somehow detect. Yeah, I know. She she just tastes it. And he just watches her while she cooks. Yeah, she eats it first. Uh, so he just basically refuses to eat from this point forward. Um, and he ended up dying of malnutrition. He weighed 65 pounds Dang. at the time of death. Yeah. yeah. Literally, like, he intentionally starved himself to death. Yeah, he he must have been, I don't know, on the spectrum or had something. That's my guess. With is him. Like... Because the way he, his thought process was, was that if I, you know, if I don't cook, the, if my wife cooks the food, I can eat it. If anybody else prepares the food, yeah. it might be poisoned and I might die. It's crazy. He basically yeah. laid out his thought process on paper as a mathematical formula that Jesus. basically said, unless my wife cooks me food, I will die. God damn. And he convinced himself that it was completely like, true. The most absolutist if-then statement. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Like he never, yeah, he never thought that. Oh, maybe my wife is going to get sick or die. Yeah, I, like he like, never even considered never, the possibility. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's crazy, wild. dude. Interesting and unusual. Very unusual. <laughs> Math killed this guy. Tell yeah. your teachers. 
Oh, shit. All right, what you got? All right, Daniel de Trois. Ooh. Probably is how you would say it. He was a South African. We did a couple episodes on South Africa. We did. Last season. Yeah, in like November. I don't know what episode yeah. they were, but. But they're there. Check them out, and if you want a good one, subscribe to us on Patreon. Oh, yeah, we did talk about yeah. doing on the exclusive. All right, so he was born in 1917, astronomer, scientist. He actually discovered and co-discovered lots of comets, including some that have broken up since then, so they okay. don't, they're not really in existence anymore. They don't anymore. fucking matter They don't matter anymore, anymore. no. <laughs> so I couldn't find a lot of details on his life. His Wikipedia page is... So short. That's kind of the struggle I had to find with, it outside. with weird deaths is that no part of their life fucking matters when you're reading yeah, about it. Yeah, just their it's death. Only the focus on their death. Yeah, and everybody's heard of the ones on the list on Wikipedia because that's what we did for our first season. Yeah. So this guy at some point lost a leg in an accident, or maybe it was an injury, and he was ba- he was forced to retire, and he started doing the professor lecture thing. Oh, okay. And he's doing this lecture, and he's like, all right, guys, today we're talking about death. And then just fucking dies. <laughs> and then dies. No, no, he starts talking about death. He starts saying, you know, be prepared because, like, it, it's so easy to think about it. This gives a lot of people anxiety. So if you have a lot of anxiety around yourself just dropping dead at any moment, maybe skip forward a minute. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people, it's like, oh, you see people dying on the news and in the Internet all the time, yeah. and you never think, oh, that could be me. And so he was saying, you know, be prepared because at any moment you could die. And that was the entire point that he was trying to make. And he's like, all right, I'm done. Pops a mint in his mouth and chokes to death. No fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, completely just chokes to death. They try to Heimlich him. Does not work. Oh, my God, dude. In the lecture hall. It's fantastic. Jesus Christ. The fucking worst luck. (laughs) Yeah, right? You don't need to outline your point. But like, if, but if dedication really, to science. If you're really going to fucking stick a point as a professor, yeah. that's one hell of a way to do it. God damn. Yeah. Uh, so that one was fantastic. <laughs> I like that one. Short, and sweet, to the point. None of his students ever, ever died. forgot. forgot and they never that. died. But they all had wills. None of them forgot about that yeah, fucking no. lesson. I wouldn't. I'd immediately Jesus. go get a living will. Yeah, damn, dude. Um, uh, next up, I got Derek Keeper, K I E P E R Kuiper. Kuiper, let's go with Derek Kuiper. Uh, in two thousand four, he was twenty one years old. I didn't want to do the math, but he <laughs> he wrote and published an article that was published in the Daily Nebraska. Okay. Or no, Daily Nebraskan. That was Daily the name. Nebraskan. That one sounds more like a Nebraska newspaper. And, okay, I'm going to tell you, 21 years old in 2004 in Nebraska. It's a bad fucking What do life. you think his article was on? What do I think? So he wrote the article, right? He wrote the article and got it published. Uh, my guess is how to make corn whiskey at home. Uh, close. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'll give you a hint. It could be political. In 2004? Okay. But it's so, still Nebraska, yeah. so really nothing's changed. So it's definitely anti-John Kerry. <laughs> uh, in 2004, what else? It is, uh, yeah, fuck, like uh, a memoir of, of 9-11-2001, how John Kerry was responsible, and it's just the introduction to Jewish space lasers. That's Very close. 
Very close. It was actually about seatbelt laws. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, yeah, all all of those lead you down yeah. that path eventually. It, it specifically said that it was a government overstep, oh, and they're trying to God. control our lives by mandating people wear seatbelts. Okay, so better off dead. Yeah. I'm I'm already liking where this where this he where chose the, the right going. episode to show up on. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he he said that there was a small group of people who wouldn't stand for this Uncle Sam's overreach. You know, it's that libertarian yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Um basically it's the, thinly the fucking, veiled conservatism it's, that yeah, says it's libertarian. It's the Bible yeah. belt of exactly. bullshit. Yeah. And you from, know, he's from part Texas, of Texas, it's like Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Nebraska, and then just above Nebraska, things start getting a little bit better in like Wisconsin. Little bit. uh, Wisconsin? Yeah, that's right above it. South Dakota? Uh, Whatever. Up there. They're all the same fucking state. You're a little too west. But yeah, they are the the same same. state. (laughs) Yeah. So he says, there's a small group of us who refuse to wear seatbelts out of spite, out of principle. Man, good for him. We're not going to wear seatbelts. I'm going to stick it to the man. Because if you say I have to do it, I'm not going to do it. Which is actually me in real life, but not on serious things. You you in real life, but not to an extremist standpoint. Not not to a point where I'm going to die or hurt anybody. It's it's you, but without common sense that's what go. all yeah. of these are is all of these are me <laughs> yeah. uh, i've never been struck by lightning you, you got four fucking times to go baby <laughs> but yeah so he writes about this in this little group year later there's another article i found both of these articles by the way which was just fantastic another article comes out january 2005 <laughs> how, how soon after Jan- it a... was so. It was sometime in two thousand four. It was oh, okay. January two thousand five that <laughs> I, this article came. I out. like to think that it was December two thousand four and yeah. then January. I'd like to think so, uh, but you know, yeah. So another article was published about him, and it says that yesterday, his the I think it was a Ford Explorer that he was in hit a patch of ice, <laughs> rolled multiple times, and he was ejected from the vehicle. And the the two other people in the car were seat belted and survived with minimal injuries. Where are your fucking seat belts, kids? Right? Like, uh, have you so seen? Stupid. So have you seen um, the? I think it's like an, it's an ad that's in Europe somewhere. And was oh, it the one that's really brutal? I don't know. It shows. So it shows these people driving, and three of them buckle their seat belts, and there's one girl in the back that doesn't. And they get in an accident, and it shows her body shaking around and shit. Oh, and yeah, like the, the whole car. thing is like, oh yeah, like they're about to kiss, and that's what ends up like killing the guy that she wanted to kiss. Is she goes face first into him and fucking cracks his neck, and it's like Damn. by not wearing your seatbelt, you are also putting others other at people risk. at risk. Yeah, I'm like holy shit, that's a, that's a good. Yeah, message. they do not fuck around with PSAs in Europe. I know, I love it. It's fantastic. It's hey, shit. Nordic Thunder, if you guys have any crazy like <laughs> PSAs, tell me about them and I'll see if I can find them on YouTube. Yeah, just any any commercials that you're like, yo, this is this is a good one. Yeah. Send it on over. We love that shit. Yeah, I love that stuff. We won't know what they're saying. No, no. I'll, but, uh, maybe I'll have yeah. captions. Hopefully they'll have captions. But <laughs> if, they, if, not, if they don't, it's that's okay. okay. I, I'll get the gist <laughs> yeah. of it. We'll, we'll share something. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my next is it's kind of another life is fleeting. Yeah, I, th- like, I really think that is the overarching. That's what this this bit is. Honestly, yeah, like, yeah, it's funny. I feel like it comes off. So you got to realize with a lot of this, 
some of these, I get it. It's like you lost a fucking loved one. It's unfortunate. But I like to think that the overarching story is just shit can fucking happen. At so any just, moment. It's, and then you life, can pop yeah. a mint and be dead. Yeah. You could be listening to us on, like, you could be listening to us on your favorite headphones and you go to fix the wire <laughs> and you bite and you them for some in, reason and you cook yourself on the the golden throne. It's theorized that he was listening to an episode of Pressure Points when yeah. he died. No, it wasn't theorized. It's true. I mean, we can yeah. confirm it now that yeah. the NDA is up. Yeah. At, like as of like 2 minutes ago. The statute just, of live Yeah, just I now. Just got the email my lawyer just it. sent us an email <laughs> that the statute of uh, limitations yeah. is up. So we're good. <laughs> so, uh Humberto Hernandez, yeah, you better believe I dropped that nice that bomb. So he's walking with his wife in Oakland, California. This is like Oakland, think, all right. Yeah, it's like two thousand seven, eight, right around then. Uh, and they were kind of on like a nice little evening. They, he stops at a shop, buy some flowers for Ooh, her. Nice little date. They stop and get some cherries to eat off of each other's genitals later. It's kind of a yeah, cute little moment. so cute. Yeah. Uh, and they're headed over to dinner. Now, like it's like I said, it's a, it's a grand old day out. Yeah, it's a um, nice day. And there's this SUV that's driving down the road. They're not speeding. They're not doing anything crazy. But one of their tires pops. Now, I'm sure you think you know where this is headed. That the SUV barrels into them, crushes no, both no, no. of them. No. It's nothing no, this preposterous. Is a cute day. Yeah, this is, an, this is a special day for both of them. And, it's a uh, day they'll never forget. Yeah, it's a day that no one will ever forget, especially if you listen to our show. Uh, so, SUV's driving down the road, barrel pops, and... Barrel? Sorry, barrel. <laughs> Jesus. Uh <laughs> I swear, I'm not going to say there was a barrel roll. That didn't happen. So the tire pops, and at this point, Humberto had kind of like moved a little bit further ahead of his wife and, while walking. I don't know why. He was just like in a fucking hurry to go get dinner. He's probably hungry. So the SUV is going a little bit, a little quick, and it hits a fire hydrant. Now, tire pops. Crashes into a fire crashes hydrant. into a fire hydrant. Okay. The thing about hitting a fire hydrant and this specific one is that I don't think it was properly installed per se. So, with the speed that they were going, it angles a fire hydrant on about a forty-five degree angle, and all of the pressure that was in the water main launches this motherfucker. It is a missile. Headed straight to Roberto. So he's a little bit ahead of his wife. The fire hydrant flies up, skips on the cement one time, bounces up, and hits him in the back of the head. Oh, shit. Killing him instantly. Oh, yeah. And it continues flying and hits a fence, bounces off of that, and lands like 20 feet away. So... Humberto's fucking done for. Oh, yeah. He's right? gone in a moment. Yeah. He didn't even know what happened. Oh, yeah. That's the way to go. Seriously, it really is. And I mean, he just had a nice little memory with, with yeah, his wife. Like, I mean, his wife's life is well, ruined. Oh, yeah. She's fucked up forever. She's going to be fucked but up for him. He got but a nice little last He got year. a nice little day. Yeah. And then, <laughs> snap, gone. So, the police uh, show up on the scene. They're like, holy shit, this is absolutely insane. And 
I mean, I can't imagine you can really set up ballistics very well for something like it's this. It's a lot of estimation. But the police officer is like, if he was a step forward or a step backward, it very likely would have missed him. Yep, that sounds about right. And it's just perfect place, yeah, perfect the, time. <laughs> it's fucking awful. But the the officer also goes, he's like, I can't even pick up that fire hydrant oh, by myself. He's they're like, that shit is so heavy. heavy. The water pressure was so high to have launched it at this speed. Like, can you just fucking imagine? And so, it, like, at the very end of the article, they're like, and if anybody was at that location and saw it happen, please reach out to Oakland County Police. Oh, I bet, yeah. Or, like, Oakland City Police for more, like, to so you can give them more information or whatever. But... I guess the lady was like, I swear to God, I wasn't on the phone. I wasn't texting. I I was not distracted. It's just the tire blew. And I swerved you to swerve and Yeah, dude. There you go. Yeah, the, I know a little bit about water main infrastructure in regards to fire. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, oh. Okay. Oh, okay. In regards to fire hydrants. In okay. regards to fire hydrants. I, I know that where we are in this state, so it's not doxing or anything, you know, the basically the major population centers in Utah all live along the mountains. Mm-hmm. So we actually use just the natural water pressure. Oh, we store okay. our water above the city level above. and just use the natural PSI huh. that, that that gravity generates. And there's a whole bunch of math about, like, we have to bring it up every foot based on this perfect length of pipe because the friction on the inside of the pipe slows down the water. A lot of math that I... I'm not going to bore you with, yeah. but how the fuck do they do it in Oakland? Do they just have, like, a turbine? <laughs> it's like, Apparently, yeah. man. Yeah. Holy shit. They, they have it running 24-7, and they don't they don't bleed the lines it's at a, all. They're just like, yo, if this shit bursts, it bursts. Yeah. We'll just let it go out to the It's a nuclear generator, and it just... But, uh, yeah, when that, shit, when that shit gets a little bit of leeway. Yeah, because here, I've been sprayed with a hose connected to a fire hydrant, that was and a pump that was basically street level. Not so I wasn't bad. right up to it. I was thirty feet back at least. Yeah. And it was a wide bore um hose. Wasn't terrible. You know, I survived. I didn't get bruised or beaten or anything. So they must have like Interesting and unusual they must have been death. Beat. AJ, a friend of mine, died getting <laughs> yeah. hit by a fire hose. <laughs> Now it's crazy. That's I, wild. I did get whacked a lot with those See, fire hoses. <laughs> I didn't know that it was just based like solely off of the natural, like the yeah. gravitational pressure. Yeah, that's, that, cool. that's why like water towers are a thing. Oh, because it, especially okay. well back in the day, yeah, more yeah, so. Yeah. So they would use a pump to pump up the water as needed, and then, just leave and then it the the natural gravity wasn't is enough pressure to feed it to everybody's homes huh. to a certain point. Like some places, like tall buildings. Some may have a water tower on top, or they'll have pumps on top okay. that then Coming pressure to the rest of the building, depending on how high Damn, it is. That's cool. But for general residential shit, it's just gravity. I didn't know that. It's really See, this cool. is this is the filler. This, this is the filler that you came here for. Oh yeah, no, it's good. I yeah. you know it's fun. It's crazy. I had no idea. That's fucking wild. Uh, so I got another short one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and from here on out, all of mine are very predictable. Yeah, that's fine. Which is kind of the point. From I mean, here on out, I would say none of mine are very predictable. Good. Okay, so honest. we balance. So Jerome Moody, 
went to a party sometime in August, probably August in 1985. Okay. I found the original article from the Associated Press in New Orleans. I went to New Orleans and used their <laughs> microfilm. No. On the site. On, yeah. On the job. He's... Oh, yeah. On, uh, on, what's on called? site on reporting. Site. Yeah. And the, the article's from September 1st, 1985. Okay. And it says that Jerome Moody was a plus one at a party. All the, like, city swimming pools, their lifeguards would have a party at the end of the season. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck? Where and he was a plus going? one. He was the plus one to I a see. lifeguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they always had a party at the end of the season, but this one was an especially big party because it was the first time in recent memory that they had gone a full year without a drowning. Oh, no. You fucking... God damn it. <laughs> there were 200 people present, and about half of them were lifeguards. Okay. At the end of the party, somebody realized that Jerome was in the bottom of the pool, fully dressed. Did he... What happened? He drowned. <laughs> <laughs> Did he slip in? Did he? Nobody fucking... knows. No, uh, no witnesses. No information. Everyone really was came sticking out. it to the man. So they realized there's a body down there. They pulled him out. They start trying to resuscitate oh, him. Gone. Oh, he'd been dead for a long time. <laughs> Jesus. And he was fully clothed. Yeah. No, they have no idea how long he was in there. They got no idea if he was pushed or slipped or drank. Like he drank a little bit, yeah. and you know, just party. But I just love that. God damn it, Jerome. Did nobody hear a splash? And I promise, I promise that that fucking county never had one of those big parties ever, ever again. If, nah, if they if they had like a summer that went by and nobody drowned, they're like, nah, just do up. your own local things. Yeah, yeah. It we're not going to fucking thing. do this again. Yeah. Like, we're not going to throw this huge party again with everybody coming. Yeah, with 200 people. Jesus. I just, like, did nobody hear a splash? Did nobody... Somebody into the pool. He like, showed up and he was like, hey, what's this big party about? I got invited by a friend. I was just curious. Oh, it's a lifeguard party? I'm going to go like, pretend to drown. Like, oh, yeah, lifeguard party. He's like, yeah, but why the fuck are you guys having it? They're like, well, nobody drowned this this summer. And that sparked an idea in Jerome's yeah. mind. Jerome's like, now's my time. He's like, you know what I hate? Lifeguards. More than just breathing air? Lifeguards. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I just... It, it was just such a weird one. Because this is a normal dude. This guy does not have a Wikipedia page. This guy was reported yeah. in a local news. <laughs> I love these. That was eventually so digitized. Yeah. And that's the shit that I love. I love those ones. God damn it. Um, okay, I got an, uh, another one that's like... It's pretty good. It's longer than the last one. Yeah, yeah you're good. You're and good thing. this is, it's the quite opposite. This guy's a very well-known person. Okay. Donald Hubler. Hubler. He was a World War II paratrooper. He originally, like, you know, volunteered to go into the service. His dad passed away. So they said, no, 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 you stay home. You know, get everything in order. Got everything in order and then went and volunteered again. Okay. Real Pretty young guy. He was pretty young. And he... He joined Easy Company, which I don't know if you're familiar with that. Nah. I'll go into it a little bit. Uh, people Easy who know Street. him know who Easy Company is. Okay. Uh, he he was dropped in D-Day. He was involved oh, in okay. a failed, I forgot what it was called, it's market something operation that failed. And he dropped in, he, he was involved in the Battle of the Bulge. Like nationally reclaimed 
world war hero. Yeah. Okay. He was in the the show. Yeah, it was a show. Uh, Band of Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that 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 follows Easy Company, from my understanding. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't seen it, <laughs> which is it. weird that I haven't seen yeah. it, but I do need to watch it. We'll have to watch it at the same time. I've seen like the first two or three episodes like twice, so we'll watch it at the same time. Well, here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we he like a lot of American soldiers spent a lot of the war looking for that iconic, that perfect iconic Nazi piece. Okay. And the one he chose was the Luger. Oh, which nice. I don't blame him for. No, I, don't I probably would have done bit. the same. Mine would have been like the, the, the boots. <laughs> n- yeah, right. Mine would have been the knife with like the little finger hole. Oh yeah. Then I mean that one wasn't on the front lines though. Oh, it wasn't. No, that's a oh, that's a that. Hitler Youth knife. Oh yeah. I I would have fucking murdered. Two, I would have murdered a Hitler at, Youth well, for that yeah. knife. I still a, will. Oh, yeah, still. <laughs> if you're a Hitler youth... Jojo Rabbit, get over here. If you're a Hitler youth, let me know. I'll come and, I'll I'll come come find and you and kill you. you. It's yeah. totally fine. Take your knife. No one will be sad. You can get an original for a couple hundred bucks if you know where to find them. But, yeah. Uh, I had a, a girlfriend in high school, and her dad had one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he also... He was a neo-Nazi. To be fair, he did run over a kid in, like, the 60s. It oh, was getting yeah. out of a school bus, so there's a chance that it was a Hitler Youth. It was a Hitler Youth, and he <laughs> harvested it off yeah, the body. Yeah, he just took it off, and he's like, I bought it on an auction, I swear. Yeah, so a a Nazi on horseback kind of got a little too close to him. He shot him down. He he was also recalled as enjoying a lot of the war, where like other people would hear him be like, oh, I got one, I got one, like being oh, excited no. about it. Oh, yeah, God. and that when I read that, I was like, I was I was reading an obituary of him <laughs> before everything. And I was like, Holy shit! What the fuck? Up to this point, you were like, Hell yeah! Like hell yeah! Not bad. And this guy's kind of cool. Like, uh... You're like, Oh, oh fuck! Oh god! Oh fuck! Oh shit! <laughs> so yeah, this this Nazi on horseback came by. He shot him three times. The Nazi shot back, missed everything, and he's like, He shot me with a Luger, and I shot him, which means that's mine. Yeah. Dibs. So he's excited. Yeah. He basically dibs it. He goes over. He's looking at the gun. He's like, "Oh hell yeah!" He's honest. What he's actually doing is he cut the whole arm off, and he's like holding the, the arm, arm it's bleeding the all gun. over his hands, and he's got the gun. He's like, "Oh, I got it! Yes, got it. yeah!" He's fucking like, oh, I love it. Oh. sucking on the fingers, <laughs> fucking rubbing the blood all over his yeah. face. I finally got, got one, gun. guys. They're like, "Oh my god!" Somebody send this guy home. Just call him a war hero and send yeah. him out of here. Yeah. So he's like. Awesome. Puts the gun in his pocket, goes about his duties, whatever. Uh, he has to cross over some barbed wire, just like, I think it was just one like little strand. Uh-huh. He climbs over, and either the barbed wire did it or an uh-huh. angle did it, and the gun discharges into his leg. Oh, right into the artery, wasn't right it? Right into the artery. Yep. The medic is at his side, couldn't, save, couldn't him. save him. He bled out that quick. And so in the show, he's shown as like playing with the gun, and it goes off. Uh-huh. That's not true. He's had it in his he pocket. Was climbing over. Or you can also find some accounts, mostly by the family, so I don't know if they're exactly the most trustful, uh-huh. that it was his own gun that he had in his pocket. Oh, I'm sure. And it went off. Yeah. But y- you could find both yeah. reports. So I'm going to believe that he got the Luger, because <laughs> yeah. it's more ironic. Yeah. He got it, had it in his pocket, fucking... Bled out. Yeah, Nazis still Instantly. got him. Nazis still got even him, even death. after death. God damn it. See, that's why they should have won. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh, no. No, uh, no, 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 no,
So okay, I got a I got a good long one. You got a good. How one? much How much time we got left? Oh, we got plenty. Ah, uh, we're fine. We're fine. So how many more do I have? I have I have three. I have one, one, two, three, four, five, six. No wait, I counted that one already. Five. I have five more. Oh, but good. We'll be fine. Yeah. We'll be fine. So. Daniel John O'Brien in 1990 uh, was vacationing to Trinidad. Uh, his friend was traveling with him. Did he have a parakeet in his hat? In his hat, yeah. Uh, so his friend was traveling with him, and he woke up to Daniel just throttling him in bed, both hands That's Tarantino hot. style, thumb on the Adam's apple. Now his friend pushed him away, and up to this point, like the last day or so i think um daniel had been talking about like i need my meds I, i'm out of meds i'm out of meds and Ooh. his friend was like sounds like a meth meds for what and daniel was like oh it's nothing it's nothing so this is antipsychotics he <laughs> yeah he <laughs> he hadn't had any medication and as far as his friend was concerned and as far as like everyone they interviewed was concerned he didn't really have, he wasn't on meds or anything. What the fuck? Okay. And he's just, uh, he's tripping out. He's like, I need my medicine. And they're like, what fucking medicine? Like, we would love to help you. But yeah. this has been going on for a couple of days. Oh, shit. So his friend is like, what the fuck? Pushes him off. And he's like, okay, Daniel's tripping out. Daniel starts going into hysterics. And it's like, oh, my God, I killed him. Oh, fuck, I killed him. And he just starts taking his fucking clothes off. Like, He's losing his yeah, he's, guy's lost he's ripping it. his clothes off and shit and just runs out of the house. His friend's like, What the where the fuck is what, what, the, what shit? the hell's going on? So I don't know how far away they were, but Daniel gets to the airport in Trinidad. Naked? Naked. Okay. I'm guessing that they're like a couple blocks away. It's like one of those airport hotels. Their flight was supposed to be in a couple days or something. So Daniel hops two fucking fences. And gets into the airport. Well, sorry, he gets to the airstrip. Oh, strip. Uh, ah, strip. <laughs> and uh, he fights off four fucking security guards. And he actually breaks one of their fucking necks. Like, this guy is going... It doesn't sound like he's, he's missing his meds. It sounds like he's taking PCP. <laughs> it's, like, what I'm the wondering, fuck? I'm wondering if he got his hands on something and he was just, like, going fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, uh, he got so, he got his hands on the wrong yeah, thing. He's he's on fucking monkey steroids. So he snaps this dude's neck. God damn! Fights off the other three security guards and steals their car. And he just starts barreling across the airport like lawn and runways and shit. <laughs> Just cruising. That's like me with in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, a hundred percent. Everyone, yeah, that's exactly what done I would it do. Grand Theft yeah. Auto. Yeah. And this is nineteen ninety, so he wasn't influenced by Grand Theft Auto. At the get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so watch. They're like, oh yeah, uh, Grand Theft Auto came out in nineteen eighty nine. It was his favorite favorite game. Uh, so yeah, he's just flying across this this lawn, and I mean, he's kind of he's got a lot of officers in tow. That are, it's it's a nice little police chase. A little police chase, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the runway, and there's it's a plane. Exactly like there's Grand a seven, yeah, it's a seven forty seven that's getting ready to take off, so they're firing up their engines, and you know where this is going. It's okay, I don't give a shit. So he drives up and he hits 
the one of the engines with the car fucking decimates the car. But yeah, he bet. still manages to go for like three or four hundred more feet. Yeah, because he's on PCP. Yeah, Holy <laughs> and, sh- he's on bath salts yeah, or right. something. Holy he he shit. must have worn a seatbelt. That's my guess. Yeah, he probably wore a seatbelt. <laughs> so, car stops, and at this point, the police have kind of they've stopped. They're like, "Okay, oh, this dude's fucking dead." Like, yeah, he'll he'll tire fine. himself yeah, out. Like, we just watched this massive accident happen. Dude's dead. He opens the car door. He's got a huge cut in his shoulder. And he just gets like fucking like grease that's on the ground, like fucking engine grease, rubs it on his shoulder so it's not bleeding all over. And he starts running back towards the plane. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's charging the cops. He just starts. Well, I mean, the cops are on the other side of the plane. And he jumps over the cops. Yeah. Uh, He starts running back towards the plane. Mind you, it's like 300 feet away. And he just runs right in front of the fucking engine on the intake side. Sucks him inside. Just grinds the dude. Yeah, turns him into a human sausage. Uh, The pilot said that the intake of the other engine was covered in blood. It was red, very red. I suppose blood is that color when oxygenated by an engine rotating a thousands of revolutions per minute. Chunks of meat, entrails, teeth were jammed into every crevice and a line of what looked like pale brown ribs were stuck in the side of the cowling. I jumped. Two eyes in a half a face stared lifeless me from behind the inlet guide vane. This dude got fucked up. If you, you are know, wondering what happens know. when someone goes through a minimum a- <laughs> wage janitor had to clean that yeah, shit oh, up. 100%. It was somebody that, like, it's his first day, and they're like, okay, we're going to break it to you easy. You're going to clean up this guy's fucking entrails. You're going to clean up a face. Yeah. Here's a mop. Here's a bucket. And here's, like, a shovel. Because these are the three things you're going to need. Yeah. Dude just got Here's a really long stick in case you need to beat the shit out of anything. It's a naked tirade. I love it. (laughs) God damn. Like, he must have. He had to have been on He was either on something or he should have been on something pretty serious. Like. Yeah. Uh, the Chicago Tribune, like, a week or so after it happened, they released a report. And it was like, oh, yeah, he was suffering from delusions and said he needed yeah, his medication. It's like, yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah. He, he thought something. he killed his friend and then just, like, stripped down. What the fuck? And then rubbed grease on his wound. So he was like self-preservation, yeah. and then jumped into a turbine. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't like he was running past the turbine. He was running like to, to it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah, dude, fuck. <laughs> now I've got uh I did not get very a lot of information on this guy cuz he kind of seemed like a dick. Yeah. Sam Kinison. Have you ever heard of Sam Kinison? He uh, was on the the, the mm, that show, one of those late night shows in 1985. Oh, okay. With Jimmy Carson. <laughs> Something. I can't remember. <laughs> he was a US comedian. He specialized in at that time what could be said as risque comedy. Okay. He basically. So he was best buds with. He was Gallagher. a misogynist. He was yeah right. <laughs> he was an asshole. He would go on people's shows, and personally attack their past. What the fuck? Because it was controversy. He was like, ha ha ha! I'm a dick. I'm a complete fucking asshole. But it's funny. It's it's a joke. It's just ironic. <laughs> He's right? just fucking the Dane Cook of like 1985. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 
And he had one bit that he would do a lot where he was like, this is very similar to that 21-year-old Nebraskan. He was like, this is bullshit that I can't drink and drive. I'm going to drink. I'm going to drive. Nothing you can do about it. Like, I'm not hurting anybody. (laughs) That fucking shit. Fuck you, by the way. He was on one of the late shows. The late night, the late show. I don't know. It's a show that's still going on today. I can't remember what it's called. Late night. But he made fun of that. Yeah, pretty much. And he made fun of one of, like, that guy for being, for having a religious past. Like, before he got into show business and comedy and stuff, he was like, thinking about going to be a priest or something. Ha, nerd. Ha, nerd. So then he starts talking, like, talking shit on all that stuff. Hey, he was just a, a dick. Get a list, fucking guy. He used to love God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly it. <laughs> and, you know, he... Us, us in season one. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he was very much a... His just life... Just a complete He was making fun of other man. people when his life was in shambles. So us, like he, still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So he moved to like L.A. to follow his comedy career, yeah, and he basically got off. addicted to coke. It's the eighties, yeah. and and alcoholism, until his brother had to move into town to be his manager to get him into shows. Okay, so he basically Grand. just did really shitty, like free open mic nights and shit before that. God damn, and he did eventually get like some fame at the time period. You know, he is considered by some lists. As a impactful as, comedian, as what you might call a comedian, Dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, six days after marrying his new wife, they went five days in Hawaii for a nice little honeymoon. Okay. On the sixth day, they were driving around in L.A. Uh-oh. and they crashed the car. Oh and man! She survived. He like got out of the car, uh-huh. drunk as shit sat down on the side of the road and starts talking to himself. Uh-oh. And he's starting like, why do I have to die? Like, what? why am I dying? And then the he paused nice and said, fucking... oh. And he was like really irritated. And he was like, okay. And then he calmed down. The cops showed up. EMS showed up. He was dead. What the fuck? The entire time he'd been Did walking he around and bleed? stuff, he, his spine was sheared. What the fuck? And he was... Bleeding massively into his abdomen. Oh, something common so in alcoholism while. is that the the vein in your liver, you're, because your liver's you know dying. Of it, essentially, I'm going to say this in a really simple way. So don't at me, Dad. <laughs> Basically, cirrhosis. You know your liver is dying. The cells can't filter through as quick, uh-huh. so the blood kind of backs up. Oh, okay. And in more extreme cases, fluid leaks out of that vein, and you get a big old pot belly. So when it gets severed, it all so, just fucking pours yeah, out. You get in a car accident that that artery that you already would have died in a couple of minutes from yeah. having it sheared. At least a couple of minutes, you can you just dump blood into your abdomen. Damn, and he dude. died. He had a little near death experience, and then just a death experience. Good. Fuck that guy. Don't drive yeah. drunk. Don't. That's stupid. Yeah, don't drive drunk and wear your fucking seatbelt. Uh, I found another uh, another interesting guy. I like doing these not really big historically and then someone who's pretty big historically. Yeah. This guy, Kondraty Ryleyev. <laughs> okay. He was born September 1795. 1795, that's not right. <laughs> 
What the fuck? Wait, hold on. I got to think Maybe about Maybe it's this. 1995. It's not 1995. 19, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. No, that, that was right. I was thinking he was a different Russian guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, this guy was born 1795. He was a poet. Bit of a intellectual. Ooh. He was involved in a couple revolts against the Tsarist monarchy. Oh, yeah. Rule of Russia. And in... 1825, there was the Decembrist Revolt. The idea was, there's this Austrian dude. We've got at least 3,000 soldiers who are um, loyal to, I think it was the cousin of the Tsar at the time. Okay. Who was like, who was a constitutionalist versus the monarchy guy. So they were like, let's get a constitutionalist government in place. Let's overthrow this guy. It's set up by the leaders that on this specific day, in 1825, we're going to show up with 3,000 troops, basically to uh, what, what the, the White Palace, the Red Palace. I don't remember what it's called. I think it's the Red Palace. I think it's the Red Palace. So that we're going to march. Sounds, that sounds way more Russian, the White yeah. Palace. So we're going to march to it, and we know they have about 9,000 soldiers. The White Palace sounds like a mall in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it definitely <laughs> does. The, anywhere in that Bible Belt. So they march, and they know that they're going to get reinforcements from St. Petersburg, at least another 3,000. Okay. Day of the marching, people are showing up. This guy's one of them. He's higher up, but he's not the leader. Uh, The leader ends up hiding in an embassy, an Austrian embassy, the day of. (laughs) Okay. The other half of the troops just don't show up. The other leaders have fled from that over there to... And it be, there becomes this kind of standoff where there's 9,000 troops versus the 3,000 troops, but they also don't necessarily want to massacre the 3,000 troops because there are a lot of civilians. Yeah. And they're trying to parlay between the two groups, like the the Tsarist side sends this the hero of one of the Napoleonic things. He shows up. Uh, one of those three thousand troops shoot him dead. Oh God! And tensions are and you know so it getting begins. yeah, tensions are getting high. In fact, there's a, there's a group of dudes who have grenades who break into the palace successfully. There's nobody around. They're all like yeah, they're all gone. I mean, there are people in there, but they're not accessible. They're hidden away. Like yeah. they planned for this. This is not a <laughs> like crazy. you are not a Russian monarchy figure without having a backup plan and a bunker <laughs> and somewhere a bunker in Putin. your office <laughs> yeah a bunker tunnel a bunker like tunnel it. yeah exactly <laughs> so eventually the the russians were like okay they they're starting to like shoot a couple people they broke in uh, let's just launch artillery at them <laughs> oh my god and they do they launch artillery at the square where Holy these shit. soldiers were thrown People are just getting blown up. I mean, oh this is God. cannonballs. Yeah, artillery. That's what I mean yeah. by artillery. It's but even then, they like, are being no. It's brutal. Yeah, they're being torn apart. They're not. There's no. It's not explosives, really. It's yeah, just buddy, the brute force of a <laughs> of a huge cannonball tearing through the crowd. Yeah, Jesus. And they're getting fucked up. A bunch of people flee. A bunch of people get arrested and interrogated. And this guy was one of the guys who was who was arrested and interrogated, he was the only one to not narc on anybody else. Ooh, nice. Only one. He was. He also said, 
essentially, don't punish anybody else. I will take all the punishment. You get the propaganda that you Jesus. shut us down. Nobody else should be punished for this. Yeah, that you cut off the snake of the head kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we'll kill all of them. It's fine. <laughs> so, you know, obviously sentenced to death. Uh, they they were going sh- uh, to draw and quarter him. Uh-huh. But then the sorrow was like, I don't want to draw and quarter him. And they said, okay, we'll hang him. And they're like, okay, that works. <laughs> so there were five people to be hanged. And, you know, the the executioner, it's been a long time since they've had a hanging. So yeah. they pull the little trap door, the little lever, trap door is open, and three of the five, the ropes snap. <laughs> and they just land at the bottom. And they're oh, like, dear. run! Okay. <laughs> and at the time, the idea was if the rope snaps during hanging, they should be granted Immunity. reprieve yeah, yeah, yeah. of some sort. Okay, It was divine intervention. Oh, wow. Problem is, those three dudes immediately started saying shit like, "Wow, the Russians can't even make, can't even hang someone right. Wow, you can't even make a good rope in this country. Wow, what are you oh, doing with this?" No. So the the Tsar was like, "You know Fucking what? Fuck shit. those guys. Hang them again." And they did, and they all died. <laughs> but I just, I just love the balls. <laughs> you know, they're like, "We're this free." Dude. Also, get it together. Fuck yeah, this also, stupid fuck government. You. Oh, I wish so that good. they're. I wish that like. All three of their ropes broke again. That would have been that great. Been incredible. They shoot him. Yeah. It backfires. <laughs> They're Jesus just unkillable. Christ. Oh, <laughs> so. They've got plot armor. Fucking <laughs> amazing. So good. So, uh, Ronald Long was working to install. Don Long? Yeah, Don Long was working to install a TV satellite system in Missouri in 2008. 2008? Getting a satellite? Yeah. Like a dish? This is Missouri. Oh, oh, it is Missouri. That's new technology <laughs> yeah, down there. Big time. So he's struggling to get the right-sized hole for the cable. He's trying to feed it through the wall and then back out of the wall by the plug. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that struggle. The cord is just way too small. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, Everybody yeah, has that, has that problem. We all have that problem. So he can't get the right-sized hole for, for this cable. Mind you. It's 2008, so this thing's probably like a fucking 12 gauge cable. Yeah, they didn't know what small cables were. So fiber optics didn't exist in Missouri at this time period. God no, and he doesn't have a drill on hand. So when you drink, because it's Missouri, they don't. You probably had a fucking hand drill. No, I was like, you have to drill the dishes into. They'd probably put sandbags over it. Probably. Fuck. I've seen that. I've seen that on people's houses with like bricks. No, you just use use fucking nails, which is still like, no matter what he had, you could have used a fucking pen and just held it up to the wall, hammer it, you get your your right hole size, whatever. Yeah. What the fuck? What a dipshit. Yeah. That's that's what I'm getting already. Mind you, I don't know if he's trying to go through drywall or, like, wood paneling. I don't know. It's Missouri, so 50-50. Yeah, probably, like, sheet sheet metal, that wavy sheet metal. <laughs> yeah, the, the aluminum <laughs> sheet metal, yeah. So uh, I would imagine if it is drywall, he doesn't want to just, like, punch a big-ass hole through the wall. You can yeah, ask then he a, has to fix it. Yeah, you can, you can ask your son Kyle on Monster Energy Drinks to do that. It's fine. So... He's standing there looking at it, hands on his hips, like, what the fuck am I going to, how am I going to do this? And he suddenly gets a bright idea. He realizes he has something that's going to make a hole in the wall, just the right size, and he needs. So, and he's like, oh my God, it's in my bedroom. Runs down the hall, 
grabs his 22 pistol out of his nightstand, and he hurries back, and he holds the gun up to the wall. Pop! First shot. Perfect. Perfect. Fucking lined it up. Boom. Cable point, can fit through now. Blank. That's cable how you goes, fix things in Missouri. Straight through. So he takes it over to the it's other side. stupid. And holds it up to the wall. Pop! Second, second shot goes through, feeds it through. Perfect. The only problem is the bullet also, after going through the wall, went through his wife's chest. Uh, and yeah, no shit. <laughs> Did he not think, oh, I wonder oh, if there's humans inside this house. Wait for it. I'll get to that. So, yeah, shoots his wife in the chest, and she fucking drops. His son is like, oh, fuck, runs over to the neighbor's house, and the neighbor is taking a shower. She fucking kicks the door down. I mean, it's probably a trailer park. Yeah, I was going to say. Kicks the fucking door down, goes in there, and is like, I know you know how to do CPR. My mom's been shot. I need you to come do CPR on her. And the, the neighbor's like, oh, fuck, okay. Throws on the robe, runs over, starts doing fucking CPR on Every this lady. Every push is a little bit of blood comes out of the yeah. hole. And I like to imagine that uh, Ron's still in there just like, yeah, he's just still like just tracing blood. the cords. Yeah, he's trying to figure out DVR. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, the ambulance shows up, and medics arrive and everything. They pack her into the ambulance and send her off. She dies on her way to the hospital, unfortunately. However, they talk to Don. They say, what the fuck happened? And he was like, well, I knew where everyone was in the house. I knew that they were all inside. And I wasn't accounting that anybody would be in the line of the shot or I wouldn't have done it. What the fuck? I don't real. I don't know if Ron doesn't know that like people have these two things attached to their hips where they can like move around and walk. I don't think he does. Yeah, not everyone has been struck by lightning three times and paralyzed, yeah. and so they're stuck in place without a wheelchair. <laughs> Apparently, he thought his wife couldn't move. So, <laughs> she, like I said, she's pronounced fucking dead at the hospital, and uh, the state of Missouri drops. All charges because it was an accidental death. Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, that's serious. The dude who hit the drunk driving comedian was charged with involuntary manslaughter nope. and got a year of or a year of probation and three hundred community service hours. Good old. And he hit a guy who was drunk driving. Good old Don Long. Oh, a a gun yeah. a gun crime where he probably shot the first time and said, "Oh, I could fit the cable through there." Ah, damn! I miss my bitch of a wife. Uh, let's try it again. Hey, wife, will you come here? Bam. Just make sure that his he hole lines up. probably did it on up. purpose. And Can then, you look oh, at it with your heart? Yeah. Put your heart up against this hole real quick. Make sure that it's big. Yeah, so homeboy fucking walks. It. Homeboy killed his yeah. wife. Literally murdered his wife. And they yeah. were, the article I was reading was like, generally the state would charge him with manslaughter. Yeah. For some reason. They just did. I would usually go a little step further if you're discharging a firearm within city yeah, limits. Yeah, like that's got to be. Their neighbor is, in with, is within running distance. This isn't yeah. just the fucking Mississippi Delta. Yeah. So there's... yeah, good old Don got away with <laughs> third degree murder. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh Ooh, shit! I love Missouri. I know. I fucking all basically all of these come out of shittiest part. And of it the really US. does. Speaking of, mine actually is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I'm talking about a Rockefeller. Ooh. 
look at you. There were a couple stories about different Rockefellers, the English Rockefellers, the American Rockefellers, and a lot of them there was just no evidence for. Okay. And, but I'm glad I found one that did have some evidence. And it's the best one. This guy was some shitty American politician. Nelson Rockefeller. He was the vice president in the 70s under Ford after Nixon said, yeah. uh, I'm going out. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> after Nixon chose to stop being president. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and interestingly enough, he was in one of his townhomes one night, and he was there with one of his aides. You know, politicians have aides. And he, what what ends up happening is he, he ends up having a heart attack. The, the aide calls a friend who, it's unrelated to the rest of the story, who happens to be a journalist. Okay. And they, and she says, what do I do? Like, this guy's a politician. I mean, he's old as shit. Yeah. He was what do I do? Probably head of the About way. an hour, probably a, it's estimated an hour after that call. Where they, she actually says, "Come over." They call nine one one. Okay, so he has a heart attack. They wait an hour and then call nine one one. You figure out what to do. Genius. Call nine one one. My theory is they were actually getting rid of oh, yeah. some evidence and some Probably. shit. Just because every politician has dirt, I bet they were trying to get rid of it. I mean, they all have classified documents at home. It's yeah. just if it's you're just normal if thing you're now. the president or close to the president. You have there classified you documents everywhere. It's just, yeah. it's the standard. So, the aide's name was Megan Marshak, and very quickly, the body was cremated, not much of an autopsy done. Okay. It was a small funeral, just quick. family, super quick, wasn't really in the news, whatever. The problem with this aide is that he was alone with her, and she's 25 years old, and he just so happens to have a heart attack uh, and then takes an hour to clean up whatever they were doing. Yeah, they were fucking. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the the thing. She was probably paid off, which is fantastic. She was his classified doctor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so she he, this dude in, I think he was in his 70s, was screwing an aide. Jesus Christ. Had a heart attack, and the family covered it up because he's a Rockefeller. <laughs> God damn it. Fantastic, oh, right? You gotta love it. I have one more. I've got so if you want to two more. So let me do one more. Yeah, yeah, go for it, and then I'll and I'll then take you do the yours, and then I'll do the last Ooh, one. I should do the last one. I you want to? Okay, so you want me to do two more? Money maker. Yeah, go for it. Because one's short, one's really yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Dude I'll... named Jim Fix. James. Well, I don't remember his real name. He went by Jim Fix. Jim Fix. Yeah, or James Fix. His he was born was in Bob. 1932. Bob the Builder. Exactly. He was a best-selling author. He's accredited for a lot of shit. Like, he's uh, a best-selling author on, it's called The Complete Book of Running. He really popularized <laughs> running and jogging as, like, a hobby oh, okay. in the U.S. That was the biggest thing. His largest contribution was this, like, you don't need to go to the gym. Not that that was a big thing anyway. You just like, need to go to gym. Fix. Yeah. But, like, you can run for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Run for fun. He also, you know, it's the fair. book and everything that he did was very much like get, running is extremely healthy, which that's fit, true. For get free. Fit, <laughs> for free. 
be healthy. You will live longer. Your medical conditions, even, you know, they won't be cured, but they'll be much easier to handle. Okay. Stuff like that. Like, exercise is an extremely important part of life, of living, continuing to live. And he, his big thing was, like, running will help me live till I'm 100 years old. Like, obviously, uh, it wasn't sure. serious. I'm sure, Jim. But that, that was, like, the, the piece that he repeated yeah. a lot. And he was pretty wealthy. You know, he, he made it big. Uh, he ended up also having a heart attack oh, at the age no. of 52 while he was running. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it, Jim. You because, fucking... <laughs> turns out, he did not take into consideration genetic predisposition predisposition <laughs> in the whole running is great thing. Yeah. So he had a slightly enlarged heart. His father died or had a heart attack at no. 35 and died of a heart attack at 43. <laughs> so that's probably the reason he didn't die until he was 52 was because he was so fit and healthy. Yeah. You didn't help your case, but Jim. He, did not, he had three occluded arteries in his oh heart. Oh, my God. From running. Jesus. Well, not Jim, from running, but fucking... the running killed him. Damn. Which is just so so... Poor Jim. He did all he could. That was an ironic death. Yeah. Interesting, unusual, and ironic deaths. Now we got to oh, change the title. Fuck. Son of I'm a gonna bitch. I'm going to go back. I'll, I'll dub us over yeah. saying that <laughs> every time. It'll be Microsoft Sam. And ironic. Perfect. <laughs> so my last one for tonight, which... Forever. Hey, you know what? what are Welcome we back. Like an hour 20? Hour, we're doing hour 13. No, we're doing great. Yeah, you know, one. for the first episode, I like it. Yeah. You know, just like many people, I like it a little longer. I don't. That's fair. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Alexander Bogdanov. Okay. This dude was a Russian slash Soviet doctor, philosopher. He helped found the Bolshevik like movement. Damn. He was also a sci-fi writer. Okay. He contributed a lot to um, systems theory. Which has been bogarted a lot by like large corporations nowadays, but he did he contributed a lot to it. He was also a direct rival to Lenin. Oh, to Vladimir okay. Lenin. So yeah. you know he was super involved. He eventually gets kicked out of the Bolsheviks because oh. he's a rival. Yeah, and he starts his own kind of movement, which is pretty much the same thing. All this stuff happens. He's he's a very influential dude. When in 1924. He started to focus his life and energy on blood transfusions, the science behind blood transfusions, wow. which is awesome. Like a lot of what yeah. we know about blood transfusions started with this guy. Jesus. And his whole thought process was blood transfusions will reverse the aging process or at least stop the aging process. Okay. A lot of people in the early days had that idea. Yeah. Everybody, like his entire thought that death was just your blood wearing out. Which, oh, to a okay, point, yeah. he wasn't entirely wrong. When you get old, your body does start making more mistakes when it's replicating its cells. Like, he's not 100% wrong. Blood transfusions do have some evidence in helping prolong life a little bit. Especially if you are at an advanced state of aging where you just can't create enough blood cells. Like, it just okay. makes sense. You yeah. know, you don't have enough, you get more, you're... It helps. Yeah, new blood, new blood, new me. Exactly. That's what uh, uh, one testicle bike rider guy said. Lance Armstrong. Ah, <laughs> uh, the other, the nickname you had was way better. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so he started one of his first big experiment 
was I'm going to take 11 people's blood, transfuse it all into me, and see what happens. Okay. One of those 11 people, super cool, was actually Lennon's sister. Oh, shit. <laughs> which I, I thought that was cool. That's awesome. But, yeah, like, they... they he nice takes a little middle finger to Lennon. Yeah, right? And they take all this blood, infuse it into him, and his partner wrote about it, and he wrote about the results, and he's like, I'm not balding anymore. I feel great. I feel 10 years younger. The other guy said he looks 10 years... Four, he said four, six, no, 10 years younger. Wow. And, like... His vision improved. All this shit was happening because of this huge blood transfusion. Which, at the very least, especially if you are maybe a little anemic before, you you would feel awesome after. You'd feel very energetic, which could make your vision feel like it's better if you're more energetic, more awake, more energy, you know, that kind of thing. But he, so he continues to experiment. That's his like, oh, maybe I'm onto something here. So he start. He continues to experiment. He continues to inject himself with blood, all this stuff. Uh, when he writes, he sends off a letter. That's very political, very not not very uh, pleasant to the current ruling class. And he injects himself with a student's blood, who just so happens to have malaria and tuberculosis. Oh, no, bro, and. They did not have the same blood type. Not that they even knew really Jesus that that was a thing. Christ, like yeah. the fact that he made it this far without having a massive yeah. transfusion reaction still, is yeah. crazy. Like serious learning about transfusion reactions, even if you have the right type, even if you have the right like you've verified everything, you can still get a fever from it. Like you can you can still have transfusion reactions that are yeah. not related to that. And the fact that he made it this far, like. It's you know, maybe Good he, for him. Maybe he did have some reactions, but either he hit it uh, or... I'm sure he had plenty, but it was nothing that who he knows? was... Like, more than likely, he's just holding on to the fact that yeah. I have to show that this is a good thing. So he dies very quickly oh, yeah. from malaria and oh, tuberculosis. Yeah. Of course. And and that's Man, his life. Grand. I love it. I, I really... I like... Uh, I love it because it's the early days of that experimenting yeah. with the medical field. So it's stupid. Like, oh, you're getting old. It's because your blood is. Old. It's because yeah. your your blood's get actually you, get running you some out. New get you blood some, in there, some new mister. young blood. Yeah. Goodness Fantastic. gracious! That all you got? That's all I got for today. So all right, it's on you. Last one's a doozy. This one, people have probably heard about it. It happened. Oh, I did this June one last 2022. Week. What? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it happened in June 2022. So if you've read about it. I don't give fuck a fuck. Fuck you. Um, so, Maya Mermu was... Hold on. Say that again. Run that by me again. Maya Mermu. Okay. Uh, she It starts off kind of dumpy. She allegedly worked with and helped a few elephant poachers in her area in India a couple of times, right? So okay, pretty shitty. Pretty shitty person. We'd like to see her go. We'd hate, yeah. hate to see her stay. So, in June 2022... She went out for water at a well near her home. Little local well. Just another fucking day, right? <clears throat> Goes out, fills up their bucket of water. She's taking it back home. And there's a bunch of shit going on down the road. And there's an elephant, like not necessarily a stampede, but there are elephants in the village just fucking chasing people around, tormenting these people. 
in all the chaos, she kind of gets like confused and she gets trampled by these elephants. Okay. I'm so far yeah. one for yeah. the elephants. Good job. Fuck yeah. Like got her back. Mm-hmm. So they like they get her body ready and everything for her little like funeral after a couple of days and uh set everything up. They're doing a little service in the village for her. Everyone's like, Oh my god, poor fucking Maya. But over on the tree line, there are like four elephants just standing in the trees, like fucking looking at them. Like predator. Yeah. And one one of the elephants comes out and like chases this kid. There is a fucking video of part of this event. You can hear mourners in the background of this video at the funeral. So elephants are like the rival gang is at bay, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're they're getting ready for for the attack. And uh, yeah, they're about to light the fucking funeral pyre. They're getting ready to. And all of a sudden the elephants just start fucking charging this funeral. Hell yeah. And everyone scatters. They're like, oh, shit. Somebody sees the elephant that trampled Maya. Run up to I sh- I can't make this shit up. Runs up to her fucking where her body is, fucking gives her the old one two puncheroo. <laughs> Hell yeah! Stomps her a couple times, wraps its trunk around her body, and throws her up into the air. Hell yeah! So even in death, this fucking elephant's like, "Fuck you, bitch." Yeah. Dude, elephants are smart as Yo, hell. That's why I believe every bit of this story. It gets a little bit more fucking preposterous. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Maya goes flying and everything. Everyone's just in shambles trying to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. They're like, we can't bury her. <laughs> they're going to come back and yeah. get her. And you're just going to shit on the grave or something. <laughs> they're going to send lightning to the grave. Yeah. This is why, even in even after she died, what killed her still came back after her, just like the lightning at the start <laughs> Just like the lightning. Story's not over. So, everything kind of settles down. The elephants go back into the trees just to wait. Wait for the right time oh, yeah. to strike. And the, like... Maya's husband decides, you know, maybe we should just cremate her. We'll we'll cremate her. We'll toss it all in the wind. Elephants will fuck off. So they get a handful of people together, hop into, like, the one dude's truck, the one guy that owns a truck, drive her over to the crematorium. While they're gone, the elephants come over. They destroy Maya's old house and three other homes. In this Fuck, village, yeah. absolutely destroy shit, like bust down holes. There are pictures of it. It's fucking crazy. Rampage. It turns out. Now, mind you, this could this is all alleged, this part, but people are like, we're pretty sure that Maya helped poach that elephant's kids. And that's why it had a vendetta out for this lady. Yeah. I, I, I totally believe, believe all it. of it. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, I do. The way I found it, uh, I was scrolling through like different articles and shit, and I found this one, and it's like a woman gets trampled by elephant, and then uh, her body is is desecrated at her funeral by the same elephant. I was like, bro, what the fuck? What a badass elephant! <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, for real, dude. Elephants are so fucking They're smart. So fucking smart. Yeah, 
So don't poach elephants. Don't poach Wear anything. your seatbelts and don't drunk drive. And if you're going to get a blood transfusion, just make sure that do it at a hospital. They didn't have fucking malaria. Do it at a hospital. That tuberculosis will fix that problem. Or whatever before. Yeah. And uh, if you're gonna do a lecture on death, do yeah. not put yourself don't, don't in a position where you can choke. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, man. Well, you got a Patreon pulled up. Oh yes, of course. Let's see. I, I say yes, but so All right. uh, as we said at the start of the episode, if you would like some additional content. We do an extra episode a month, usually the last day of the month. It's just who we are. Usually, I mean, depending on your time zone, it's the first day of the month. Who knows? It's up to you it's to based decide. based on our time zone. Yeah. Uh, but we've got, what, six new episodes up yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I think it's six new episodes. Five or six. We've got a back catalog of a couple yeah. good stuff. EJ's done his voices. I'm working on one right now. Yeah. I'm editing it. It's just taking a long-ass oh. time. You talked about it. We were going to talk about this at the start of the show. You got access to a major, like, Jewish archive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, they have a huge archive of oral interviews, videos, pictures, you know, just a bunch of content. And basically, yeah. I submitted an application to get access as a researcher Kick to that archive, and they, they got back to me after the holidays and were like, Hell yeah. Come on. Here you go. And they sent me like 12 audio files. So, yeah. Because the biggest problem is you can't just download it off the website. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can using browser extensions, but it's not great quality. <laughs> and, you know, it's... It's not, it's not fair to them. I'm not supporting I mean, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, being able to do it legit also gives me a lot more information about the origin of the file and a lot more information in about that stuff. And I can use the stuff that they've used for like... They they had a show slash have a show. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but where they had like it's kind of like a talk show, but they would bring on a survivor and talk to them and ask okay. them questions and That's stuff cool. like that. That's the one that I'm cutting down right now. Um, it's it's that interview, but I'm I'm cutting out the audience. I'm cutting out the interviewer. I'm cutting out the questions. I'm trying to kind of frame it as a story. Okay, it's also an hour and a half long, so. It, it's, a bit of it's a like process. for for every minute of audio editing that I do in this, there's like forty minutes that I've had to listen to through and cut off. Yeah, I would say more like every ten minutes is. It's fair. So Regardless. It, it just takes a long time, but it's awesome. I got a yeah. lot of stuff that I'm going to be working on just when I can. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm in school still, but he's already got that voices uh, like a couple episodes up for that. We also have sloppy seconds on there. Yeah, just random yeah. shit. Some good shit on there. By all means, if you would like to support us, hop on there. But uh, if yeah. you already do, yeah, if hey, you already do, fantastic. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Of course, we've got the board. It's a thankless job. Except when we thank you every week, yeah, but yeah, every week. Uh, mini so it's a thankless job between the seasons. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and when I upload, accidentally upload an episode of a podcast <laughs> without audio, episode. somehow, <laughs> I don't. Know, I still don't know how that happened. I was so yeah. pissed. That's yeah, all good. But to the board, thank you, uh, the the chair people, uh, Mini D, Nordic Thunder, and Toddle Waddle. Thank you guys so much for, uh, you know, taking taking the stress off the decision making game for us. Yeah. And of course, we've got uh, Abby, AJ's Third Nut, Thomas, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, and Laura Ravo. Uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for I helping us keep doing guys. this for yeah almost four years, sixth season, and big we're shit. Gonna, we're gonna blow up 
Yeah. This year, yeah. I hope we're we have a controversy on the Washington Post. Yeah. They drum so up an old file of us saying something really bad. I mean, they've got over a hundred episodes to do it. So yeah, you know? and I hope they listen to every single one. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody there listens to each one. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and as usual, if you guys have any show suggestions, music, movies, TV shows, books, whatever, uh, show ideas, articles, what if you just want to chat, by all means, reach out to us on Instagram at Points O Pressure or feel free to email us ppdnaj at gmail.com and we will catch you guys next Monday. We're back, baby. All right.